everybody. It is Jen the Builder. And Corey. And we just want to welcome you to Take the Elevator. I had today off. I don't know if you ever had a day off and you intentionally turned everything off. And it's really hard to turn it on towards the end of the day. And I have plans to make her turn it on and she has no clue. So I'm highly anticipating what this session is going to be like, but I am looking forward to it. Same here. Yeah. So I'm going to count on you, Corey, to keep me sharp or get me sharp, I'm thinking. Keep you sharp or get you sharp. Yeah, either way. But I do want to say that I was so, so happy over the weekend to see people engaged on Jen the Builder, our website. Mm-hmm. And I had put a post on the forum just to check and see how school's going for the kiddos and how our friends are coping. Just wanted to share a few of the feedback that we got. Lydia said that the first day was hard, but to date, her kids are adapting and they're excelling. I love her analogy. She says that all is well and they managed to ride the wave. Oh, yeah, that's a good sign. Right. And so I'm glad to hear that. Uh, Lynn out in Orange County says her daughter has adjusted really well and they were offered a hybrid schedule. Were you aware of that? Um, not that she was offered one, but I am aware of the hybrid ske- hybrid schedule, yes. And I guess that's part of the day at home? Some and- part of the day uh, at, uh, at the school and then the rest at home. Okay. She's chosen safety first. Her daughter is 100% at home. And of course, her daughter being in, I think she's in the beginning of high school, really misses her friends. But- Lynn's had to make that call as a mom. Yeah, that's tough, especially for girls. It sure is real tough, that socializing. And I think we're going to talk a little bit more about that Mm -hmm. um, later. So thanks, Lynn, for sharing. Sam, so glad that you're at home and you're safe. And we're hoping that uh, you'll get to go back to school soon and hang out with your friends. All right. And then Libby who has three boys. Man, this is quite a story. All three of her boys are doing well. One of them is in the principal's honor roll. Woo, woo. 3.6 even. (laughs) Hello. Congratulations. That's awesome. Keep up the good work. Absolutely. And then she's got a son, fifth grader. And guess what he does? He sets his own alarm at seven o'clock, gets up, Goes downstairs, makes breakfast, and gets himself ready for school. The fifth grader. The fifth grader, who I, I think don't is even the do all that, <laughs> right? And I'm like a 21 grader, 22nd grader. Yeah, we're we're high graders, right? And then congratulations to her college student, who is not only busy uh, with school, but he's got an amazing YouTube channel, and he has a gaming channel. Oh, okay. So he's staying pretty active and keeping the mind alert and just socializing that way. Sounds like a plan to me. Yeah. So thank you, Libby, for sharing. Congratulations to your boys. And then we've got Catherine. Uh, She really appreciates that the teacher is still applying classroom rules as if they're in an actual classroom. And so it promotes normalcy and consistency for the kiddos. And her daughter really appreciates it. So thank you, teachers, for maintaining. It sounds like... There have been lessons learned. From, good job, teachers. Yeah, good job, teachers. We are um, very appreciative. Very appreciative. If you have anything that you'd like to share on the forum regarding school and things that you've learned and tips you'd like to 
share with fellow parents, please do so on jenthebuilder.com. Every day, elevate. Every day. Okay, Corey, I think I'm starting to feel a little more awake. Okay. Yeah, and I think Would You Rather might help in the cause today. I, you know, I'm always game for that. I know. I, I love that you love Would You Rather. Mm-hmm. And by the way, um, in our community on Jen the Builder as well, people responded. And it looks like there's more people that are favoring my uh, Would You Rather answer to that, the ice challenge. Yeah. You know, that whole being cold thing doesn't work for me. So, you know, if that's your thing, hey, go for it. For me, yeah, it's better than a mouthful of pepper. Can I pick the number? Absolutely. Let's go ahead and pick the number four. Four is an important number for me right now. All right, Corey, would you rather eat an entire jar of olives or sauerkraut in 15 minutes? Olives. Heck yeah, hands down. You know that this is the first would you rather that we're actually agreeing on. This is true. Wow. Yeah. We've, we're very different. In Can all, I get a high five for yeah, that one? High five. Oh, good job. Can all I love olives. Me too. Black or green? Black. Excellent choice. Let us know if you'd rather sauerkraut. I don't I don't even <laughs> I don't even know if I've had sauerkraut, but if that's your thing, that's okay to you. And no judgment. No judgment at all. Again, jenthebuilder.com. Love to hear from you. Okay, Corey, it's the beginning of October, and I was just, I don't think we've ever talked about this, about what you're looking forward to in the new month. Well, we had discussed that we were going to talk about things we were afraid of. I don't look at things as being afraid of them so much uh, in my adult life. I look at things more of insecurities. And so I'm, I'm anxious to talk about some of my insecurities and, and just being exposed I, I like mm. that feeling when, when I'm overcoming my my uh, insecurities. Okay, so you're looking forward to the topic of the podcast in the month of October. Yeah, I, I'm really interested in this. Yeah, that's going to be good. I think we should also maybe in, in a few minutes here talk about the opposite of insecurity being security, maybe. I like that. Uh, this month... So I agree with you. The things that I'm looking forward to include the podcast, the website. We started doing vlogs. Yes, we did. Uh So that's new for us. I I love the opportunities to learn. And you know, Corey, I read somewhere that for people who are aging, it's very important to stay up to date with technology. Don't outdate yourself and remain relevant, especially in the workplace. I think my key for that is that I haven't told myself I'm aging yet. So everything <laughs> is just kind of easy go and just flowing. Yeah, it's flowing like, you know, I was in school and just picking up the next thing that's ah. coming along. That's interesting that you have that point of view, because in a few minutes here, we're going to talk about the things that make us different, you and I, okay, and some of the things that are similar. Um, But back to October, Um, I have a very important date coming up, and that's October 5th, and that marks the four-year birthday of my team. Your team at work? Yes. Oh, okay. Well, congratulations. Happy birthday, by the way, to my team. Really appreciate you guys. Happy birthday, Jen's team. (laughs) Thanks. 
I noticed that when we do pictures of us or when we talk to people, they have a lot of questions for you and I. For people who know us um, individually are wondering, oh, I wonder what his wife's like or her husband's like. And the people who um, know us as a couple but don't really know know us but know us Mm -hmm. wonder – how does Corey keep up with Jen? And how does Jen, some people wonder, how do I keep up with you? And then people who really know us are like, oh, okay, that makes sense. Right. But we're kind of a conundrum is what I've been told. Yeah. When, when you don't know me or you don't know Jen, you it's hard to figure it out. But once you get to know us, and, and I'm not an open book when I first meet people, mm-hmm. so it's hard to get into the, the, the pages, so to speak. Yeah. So let's talk about that. That's a good start. Okay. It's a good first page. How we are when we meet people for the first time. Mm. Very different. Very different. I am warm. I want to engage you in conversation. I want to know all about you. And I am an open book for the most part. I am like, wrong number. Who this? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I don't want too much to do with the conversation i'm very reserved i'm listening to everything you say mm-hmm. the first five minutes of meeting someone is crucial for me and so i have mm. to be a, a tape recorder just so i can play back everything that i hear and everything that's going on sorry yeah, so first five minutes i don't think that's anything to be sorry for i'm sure that there are situations and relationships that should have never happened that you've avoided because of the, the first five minutes. Oh, yeah. And for me, I've had relationships, friendships that have gone on too long sometimes, you know, or I believe in giving the benefit of the doubt. Not that you believe in bad intentions upon start, but you really make your decisions based on your time with them initially. I'm a strong believer that there are a lot of good people in this world, Mm -hmm. but all of them aren't good. And so with that being said, you have to take time to sift through the good and the bad. And some people are honest with you. They'll tell you, I'm a bad person. I've I've, I've been told that. Mm -hmm. I'm a bad person. I don't have any good intentions. My sister was one of them, as a matter of fact. She Uh would tell people. And I'm like, wow. That's pretty How's deep. That for honesty. Yeah. I can appreciate that, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because you know I, I need to walk away. Uh-huh. So let's talk about the flip side. Okay. Because here's another way we differ. When we talk about patience with people, and this is where I'm going to be very honest, I think your patience for people and your stamina, I guess, or your commitment to an existing friendship is a lot more gracious than mine, I think. Well, because there's so little invested in the very beginning, it's not hard to linger around just to see, especially if they haven't shown me any signs of turmoil or trauma or, you know, bad juju, so to speak. And so by the time some serious feelings are invested, then it's almost like it's worth it. Let me see how this goes. Let 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 me ride this roller coaster on out. And I just put something together. I think a lot of it, too, is the way you start your friendships. You said you get to know them, you get a feel for them, whereas I will kind of jump in. Mm -hmm. 
And so with that being said, you've spent time thinking about, is this person worth my time, energy, and effort? And you've determined that, yes, because it's someone I call my friend. Right. And and let's be real clear. It's not about the perfect friend. It's not about having the person that does no wrong. I I love flawed. I'm flawed. Right. I'm very flawed. So I'm expecting for any individual getting to know me to see my flaws and see Mm -hmm. my imperfections. And with that, I don't mind seeing theirs. I'm just one of those kind of people that if I do see your imperfections and you see mine, then we have even ground to work on. It's when you're trying to hide something or you're intentionally trying to expose my imperfections to hurt me. And that goes to what we were talking about, security. Right. Right. You were going to talk about our fears and insecurities for uh, throughout the month of October. And I said, hey, why don't we talk about uh, security and what that means to us today? Mm-hmm. So I think for me, security is huge for me. Oh, very big. And, and the moment I feel that that, that I'm in danger or, you know, people I love, that's where I can easily just cut it. Well, I can say this. I ate a lot of crow as a younger man because I needed to make sure that my family was secure. Mm-hmm. I needed to make sure that the children were secure. We had three children that were very naive to a lot of the things oh, that were going on in the yeah. world. And I had a wife who wasn't very naive, but she just wasn't exposed to a whole lot. Mm-hmm. And and I'm sure you will agree to that. And so when I ran across people or circumstances that were threatening to me or the family, I was very careful, probably overcautious because I would rather have myself exposed in a in a dangerous manner than to have four individuals who have no clue what's going on exposed. But now that everyone's mature and grown up, I don't have to that that's one of my insecurities that I don't have to worry about anymore. So Corey I asked some people if you had questions to ask Corey and I, what would they be? Ooh. <laughs> and so I'm going to leave it on you. What questions you want to answer? There are questions like, where did we meet? Uh, who fell in love with who first? Are there any regrets? Would you do this over? What would be the advice that you give someone about a second marriage, you know, where you have where you have that moment of do I want to do this again? Mm. What would that advice be? Which question do you want to answer? So we met at a club (laughs) and that club was a very interesting club. I was uh, working at this club. Uh I was a bouncer. And um, what was the next question? That's all we're going to say about that. Yeah, (laughs) we met at a club. (laughs) Okay. Well, you guys asked the questions, and that's another way we're different. You are very direct. I love the details. (laughs) So we're going to, for the sake of the length of this podcast, and maybe because I'm not ready to give all the details right here, right now, that is how we met. Um, The other questions were, who fell in love with who first? I fell in love with you first, and if there was such a thing as a hopeless romantic, I would definitely be that, but I don't believe in that. I believe that when you fall in love, it's just falling in love. There's no harps playing and angels singing and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, this is a question for me. Uh, how long after we met 
did you realize that you had fallen in love? The first time? Uh-huh. Um, the first time. Why? Because we met a second time? Well, yeah. I, I exited your life. Right. And then <laughs> I came back. I didn't like the scenery that I saw right. the first time around. So I made my exit and then I came back. Uh-huh. But I pretty much knew that you were going to be the one for me after the first conversation we had. I just needed to allow you time to realize that. And you did allow me time. I did. And I think, not I think, I know that it was good, you know, uh, that you left my life for a moment and gave me something to think about. And I just want to share that with people. Help yourself. I know you do. What? You want to share this. Yeah, that sometimes the best way to win some, not win someone, but, you know. Oh, no, I won. I'm not (laughs) going to make any bones about it. You just take a step back and give people space. You know, I've seen people were like in your face and, you know, I need to know the answer and what's it going to be. And distance, they say distance makes the heart grow fonder Mm -hmm. and it makes you realize what you had when it's not there anymore. So if you've tried and tried, but you haven't tried this way, you might want to maybe see if that works. Right. But that's not professional advice. That's just advice coming from us and nothing serious there. As I always say, it's only advice. Right. Yeah. It's only advice. Uh, Would I I, do it again? Yes, absolutely. The same way. Same exact. Same exact same way. Um, No hesitations. And, And the reason why is because that's not an area of insecurity for me. I've never been insecure about who I am and what I can do and what I bring to the table. I would never be fearful of rejection or someone saying, you're not enough. Mm-hmm. You need more. Why don't you have this or why don't you have that? I, I, I believe I bring enough to the table to carry the relationship as far as I need to. Absolutely, you do. I think it's interesting that we're talking about um, your securities. And then I'm thinking, wow, this is going to be really cool to hear what your insecurities are. Mm. Mm-hmm. Right. For someone who is very confident and knowing what you bring to this relationship and to wherever you go in your friendships. Clearly, I mean, that's obvious. Mm-hmm. So let me ask you something. <laughs> I thought I was going to get away with no. you answering all the questions. So how long did it take for you to fall in love <laughs> with you? Of course. <laughs> See, this is why I don't, you should never ask me because I'm way too open. And the problem, not the problem, but I, I think out loud. Yes. I definitely think out loud. And people are like, is she, is this a real thing? No, or she's she, talking it through in real yeah, time. I'm talking it through. So, and you for know, the listeners, let's clear this up. Every yeah. question I'm going to ask is for me. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, when we met, not ready for such a good thing. Right. And so that would be a lie to say, oh, I fell in love with you from the beginning. Mm-hmm. It took that time apart. And when you, you know how you left yes. my life the first time, it was like a magic act. Just <laughs> poof, disappeared. I'm right. like, what? And so there was that moment of pride where I was hurt. And I was like, I wish he would call me because it would have been, you know, how dare you? And who do you think you are? And, All that, all that stuff. But time went by and it softened me. Mm -hmm. And I was like, man, that's too bad that I missed out on getting to know him better because he was genuinely a good guy and interested in me. When you called, (laughs) that's a very funny story and that's another time, but that's (laughs) a great story. When we reconnected, 
I knew that night. Yeah. I knew that night. It was it was it was secure, it was solid, it was this is it. And that's a whole nother story because that was a comedy of errors. There's so many stories. Yeah. And it obviously if for would I do it again? Absolutely. What would be my tip to anyone who's asking, is it worth a second shot at love, at marriage? Yes. And what I'm going to say to that is when you're talking about a blended family and you've got kids involved, this is what I say, and it's just honest. You better make sure that you really love that person and there is security there because that's a hard, it's difficult to bring two families together, especially young kids and figuring that piece out. But when it does come together, it's a beautiful thing, but it's work. It's a lot of work. Mm -hmm. And I just want to share this with the listeners. I am a strong believer in love. I'm a strong believer in, in just hardcore love between two people that are not trying to hide anything from one another. It's so important that you come into this with a pure heart, pure mm -hmm. not being perfect, pure not being unblemished, pure meaning I'm just going to love as much and as hard as I possibly can and allow myself to be loved as much and as, and as hard as I possibly can. There's going to be a lot of hurt, but mm -hmm. that's what this thing is all about. It's never been about anything else. Love and hurt has gone hand in hand since the beginning of time, yeah. all the way back to Adam and Eve. Or the Big Bang, if you want to call it, call it that. It's always been about love and hurt. And so if you're not invested wholeheartedly mm. with everything you got, you're never going to find true love. And I, I see people on a regular basis, single people and married people, mm -hmm. who are not invested in love. And they're miserable. Not because... They don't have love, but because they're not honest with themselves enough to say, I'm going to be open to receive it. You know, there are couples out there that we've seen in their marriages are no longer. And so I always stay humble and I'm always in that. Always let me be appreciative, never take things for granted. And I'm grateful that you and I recognize that there's still a lot of area for us to grow and with one another. You know, we still it doesn't matter that we're, we're getting older, we still, we change and we adapt to that change and we respect the changes that each other is going through. And that's that love. That's that commitment, man. And if you, if I always counted on how you said, you know, it's, this is love. It's not about that feeling and the music and stuff. If you always count on that feeling and oh the music, boy. Yeah, that, that's trouble because there were times where there was no music. Even though I was trying to find the volume button, there was no power <laughs> on. I mean, it was just gone for moments because we, you know, we had our moments where we just had to be patient and work through them. And just trust that we made the right decision in coming together. Yeah. And once we weathered the storm, that we're going to find our place back in this thing the right way. You know, I got to say that so many people are looking for that moment that it's your highest of highs. And I think where we connected the most is at the lowest of our lows. Mm -hmm. I think where we really thrived was when we were borderline homeless and lack of food and not sure where the next check was coming from. It was it was a really tough time in, in the economy. Aerospace had let us both go. Mm -hmm. And we just were really floating around trying to find ourselves. And I had turned to 
substance abuse, alcohol mm-hmm. being my drug of choice. And it was in those moments when I, I knew if we make it through this, we're going to be all right. I, I'm just thinking about those moments. And they were tough. but you Oh, know. they were tough. But like I said, we made it through it. And I think we're going to be all right. And when and, and guys, when I say that, I, I don't. I'm not saying, oh, we're, we're good. We're never going to have any more problems. We're never going right. to have any more arguments. Oh, no. But we kind of know when an argument happens how to navigate it now. Well, this was fun, Corey. I I'm looking forward to the conversations about security. I know we're still working on a couple of guests for the month of October. So more to come on that. Yes, and it's going to be great. And so we are again talking about fear insecurities and just being real about those moments. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. So as always, thank you for taking the time to take a ride on the elevator. And here we say, look up and let's elevate. elevate. Every day.